Welcome back to Real Talk, Let's Talk. Today, we're very excited to begin season two of our podcast and would like to welcome Maggie Kennedy here with us to share her story. Maggie is a senior majoring in English and religion. Thank you so much for being here with us, Maggie. You did an amazing job at our Real Talk event this past fall, where you pioneered us using the virtual platform. And we are so excited to have you back with us today to share your story with even more people through this podcast. But before we get started, we wanted to ask you a few questions to get to know a little bit more about you. So first question is, what fashion trend do you wish would make a comeback? I think for me personally, I would love if the fashion trend of really big hats came back. Um, Because I think I look super cute in hats, but people don't wear them very often. And I feel um, isolated when I wear a hat. So, Oh my gosh, you should keep wearing the hats. You'll bring it back. I have so many hats just like sitting in my closet that I don't wear. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Wait, what kind of hats? Like sun hats or like? Like, hold on. Um, Here's one right here. Oh, she's showing us one. I got like this. Kind oh, of oh, that's beautiful. how would you describe that? Then, since I guess people can't um, see. It's kind of a beach day sun hat that I would definitely just like to wear out and about. Um, I also wear it in the garden when I'm working. So it keeps the sun off my face. Yeah. Um, but I also have other fashion hats. Um, oh, and it has a bow on the back. Yeah, that's my favorite part. <laughs> it's a little white striped bow. I love it. Yep. Well, I love that. I hope that it comes back just for you. And if not, you should should wear it anyway. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So second question for you. If you had to pick three albums to listen to for the rest of your life, which would you choose and why? So this question is really hard for me because on my Spotify wrapped, I listen to over like 900 hours of music um, this year. So I'm always listening to music. But I think my favorite albums that like I need in my life um, would be... Dixie Chicks's Home album, okay. um, Tracy Chapman's album. I don't know what it's called, but it's like the picture of her face and she's looking down. Um, Wait, is that with Fast Car? Yes, I love that, that whole song. album. Is just <laughs> my absolute favorite. Um, and then I think the greatest hits of John Denver. I just I need those three albums in my life. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> Great choices. <laughs> Okay, so my question is, what is your favorite ice cream topping? My favorite ice cream topping, for some reason, is gummy bears. I don't, I don't know I why, because like, gummy, gummy bears, bears get really cold yeah. and hard, so yeah. it's not even very good in the ice cream. Um, but without fail, if there are toppings on ice cream, it's going to be gummy bears. Do you me. like it? I would have to. Do you like it on like all flavors of ice cream, or is there a specific flavor that you like them in? I think the only time I get, like, toppings on my ice cream is when it's just vanilla. Mm. Um, oh, side note, I also really like fresh fruit. I discovered that over quarantine. Um, I would cut up fresh fruit and put it in my ice cream. Ooh. So, fun COVID then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my second question is, say tomorrow someone knocked on your door and they just dropped off a package and in it was a million dollars. How would you spend that million dollars? I think I would pay off my student debt. I would give my parents a retirement fund and I would give the rest to my siblings to pay off their student debt. Wow. That's really nice. So Aww, that that sweet. wouldn't cover all of it. Um, <laughs> but a big chunk though. Yeah, a that's big really chunk. sweet. Well, thank you so much, Maggie. 
Um, so for everyone listening, the title of Maggie's talk today is going to be being seen, coming of age and coming out whenever you're ready. All right. We are all made up of stories, stories of love and compassion and stories that we are not so proud to share. Each of our stories intersect with the people we overlap with in life and our stories, our narratives are full of patterns. My interest and study of narrative in the areas of English and religion have helped me identify the patterns of narrative within my own life. My story is one of community as coming of age while also coming out, once in high school and once again in college. The form and pattern of my narrative, coming of age and coming out, is fully centered on community. It is those around me who have seen me truly and fully that have taught me how to be myself. When I do not want to see myself, it is community that helps me see. Consistently, community has helped me stay true to myself and pushed me work pushed me to work towards new goals. Growing up and in high school, I had a really certain sense of self because of the way that others saw me and the ways in which we interacted. Most of my passions in life are the result of someone seeing something in me and either pushing me outside my comfort zone or encouraging me to push myself outside of my comfort zone. In some sense, because of this thread of encouragement, I always knew I was a little bit gay. (laughs) For anyone who has known me from the age of 10 onwards knows that I do not go anywhere without a book. For goodness sake, I am an English major. However, this was not always the case. My love of reading can be chalked up to a crush. When she pulled down a thick novel and said, I love this book. I read it a long time ago, and if you haven't read it, you should. And there, in front of my peers, Marty the librarian, and God, all I whispered was, me too, and grabbed the book from her. This push for my community sparked a lifelong love of reading. Moving through my adolescent life, being seen and seeing others, I came to accept my sexuality. I came out to my parents in high school after I'd had a girlfriend for several weeks, and I was terrified of how they would see me. But luckily, everything was fine, normal even, after that. Entering college after a heartbreaking breakup with my girlfriend and practically all of my friends from high school, I had absolutely no desire to be seen by community. Yet somehow I ended up with some really great friends. My group first semester, we would stay up until all hours of the night watching intentionally bad movies like Sharknado or Paul Blart Mall Cop, so we could laugh and talk through them. Then, with a new friend group second semester freshman year, we would play Dungeons and Dragons in the CSE and spend time outside doing so many wonderful things. Yet the reason this is one of the stories that I am not so proud to share is because I was not seeing myself clearly, nor was I allowing myself to be seen. The reason I had two different groups of friends was because I thought I could make myself be straight, or at least bisexual and like boys. I come from a religious background, and I'm called to be a minister by vocation, and I was so afraid of being seen in any context that I let myself be run over by that fear. Not only did I let that fear hurt myself, but I let that fear hurt others. I ended up dating a boy from each group both semesters, hurting them and myself in the process. Even though I did not want to be seen, however, community found a way to see me. 
One day, after a misty afternoon walk with my boyfriend at the time, I was faced with the knowledge that I was lying to myself and others, that I could not make myself who I thought I should be, no matter how hard I tried. I trudged up the squeaky stairs in MEP and stepped out into the hallway, feeling as gray and lifeless as the day itself. Yet at the top of the stairs and the slightly damp spring air, standing under the fluorescent lights, was my best friend. I had been avoiding her for weeks since I started dating this boy because I knew that she was the person on this campus who saw through my facade. We had spent hours picking at the carpet in my dorm room, telling stories and building community. That day on the landing, I looked her square in the face and I knew that I was seen. I blurted out, I think I'm a lesbian. And she just looked at me and went, duh. And that one word was like the warm breeze that can lift the fog off of this beautiful campus. I was seen and I was forced to see myself. Now, it took several more months of encouragement, courage, and heartbreak to fully let myself be seen. This was not an immediate transformative moment. It took time for my community to help me become more fully myself. But that being said, the girl who told me duh is still calling me out when I lose sight of myself. The boys with whom I watched bad movies come over and I bake them bread and cookies and we talk about life while watching, while avoiding watching Tall Girl. My little community is so full of joy and warmth because I let them see me and I try my hardest to see them. It is so hard yet so good to know that community is meant for pushing, for seeing who you truly are and helping you get there. Thank you. Wow, thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Maggie. Um, So since you're a speaker from one of our more unique events because of COVID, I was wondering what was that experience like for you? Because I know you you joined in through Zoom, like on the, the day of the actual event. So how is it like giving a talk in that setting? So giving a talk in that setting, um, we pre-recorded our uh, real talks. My roommate also had um, a real talk. So we were able to set up in our living room and record together. Um, That being said, it was a lot. There was somehow more pressure um, (laughs) to get it exactly right. So where um, if we were at the event or if I was at the event, it would have been one take Mm -hmm. and it was over. Um, And recording, it was so easy to mess up and just say oh gosh we have to start again or um for a dog to run through and say oh gosh we have to start again um so even though it was nice and safe uh for job reasons to not uh be there it was an interesting and really fun way to stay engaged with the process we're we're so happy that you were able to participate i think that was one of those like transform formative moments for real talk for us too and and we're really happy that you and your roommate Catherine (laughs) were able to help us kind of like like I said before pioneer this new way that we were thinking about having talks for real talk so thank you Um, of course thank you I wanted to say again thank you for this talk on the podcast today um I know like when you were talking about in the beginning how important it was for you to get out of your comfort zone to be able to be seen by your friends and your community. Um, I was wondering if there was any piece of advice that you would give somebody to kind of start for themselves to get out of their comfort zone and like 
become in, in a way the way you have been able to be seen? I think just just take that leap. Um, funnily enough, uh, <laughs> the image I'm about to use answers my fashion question. Wear the hat. Um, I, I don't wear the hat because I have social anxiety and I don't like to be um, perceived <laughs> um, as outside of the norm. Um, but things that identify who you truly are mm-hmm. and bring you joy and fulfillment, do it. Do it, do it, do it. Um, okay. That it's hard, but you can lean into the people you love and that love you to help you with it. I love that. At the end of the day, all you need to do is express yourself and to be accepted by the people that you really care mm-hmm. about and just wear the hat yeah. wear the hat <laughs> wear the hat <laughs> guys hashtag wear the hat <laughs> yes we love, love it that. I love that. well thank you again maggie for sharing your story oh she she's got the hat on guys. she's wearing the hat <laughs> um thank you maggie for sharing your story and thank you everyone for tuning in to our very first episode of season two um i hope everyone is staying safe during covid and staying warm because it's getting cold outside now finally yes yeah so thank you guys thank you maggie thank you robin and shaylee wear the hat and remember everyone wear the hat hat. (laughs) (laughs) 